0: well hello everyone and welcome to another pt podcast brought to you by crossroads community church in lyndale texas it's fall it's october holy cow it's october Can you believe it? Yesterday it was July.
1: Yeah. That's what it feels like.
0: It was like, I turned around and it was July, and I was melting. It was like 120,000 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. Yes. Seventh dimension of Hades in Texas this year. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it's Friday, October 7th, and I am PT. I'm joined with my incredible podcasting partners, Todd, the Irishman, the farmer, Bergen. How are you doing, Bubba?
2: Yeah, I'm doing good.
0: How's C3, The I, you were bringing in all sorts of weird-looking fruit this morning.
2: Right? Yeah, what was it? Well, today we decided to harvest all the pumpkins. Yeah. Yes. It was pretty mm. cool. How many were there? Uh, probably over 300. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow, That's so awesome. I thought, see, I thought you were going... Well, <laughs> I, you know, when I first glanced out there and all the leaves were covering a lot of them, we, we, we thought, I'd, 40, 50... Then all of a sudden you start cutting these things, and now there's a 16 foot trailer out there full of them. Wow.
1: Wow. The corn, dude! So exciting,
2: right? Isn't it amazing that
0: when we trust our eyesight? Oh, mm. uh oh! Oh, he's starting to preach Uh-oh. already. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's he's starting up. to Uh-oh. preach already. He
2: diving into that. Uh uh-huh.
0: oh. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm thrilled for you. So that means you can have a, kind
2: of a, a yeah. pumpkin patch. You yeah. can sell some of these pumpkins, yeah, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It was kind of cool though. This morning we found. That we had done a watermelon line on the outside, uh-huh. and I just figured that way the vines can just grow in the grass, no big deal. Well, they cross-pollinated with pumpkins. Oh! And so we got some <laughs> pumpkin watermelon. Wow! Does it taste weird? No, it's super
0: good.
1: It's good. It's, it's good. Super good. Yeah. I okay, had a taste I'm gonna there. have
2: to
0: have a tad of, of it, a taste. It, yeah. The, yeah. I, it, I was a little worried about it there for a second because yeah. I'm not a big fan of watermelon. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It. It it mainly tastes like watermelon
0: yeah yeah that, that really? it does taste like uh-huh. is it, it sweeter is it is yeah sweet. yeah it's, it it's is sweet is it bitter no Yeah, i might have to check it out no. you yeah. too can check it out <laughs> yes <laughs> c3 right. serenity farm. go yeah. check it out on facebook um we're gonna have yeah. a pumpkin sell, evidently so if you need some fresh pumpkins or you want to have a a Uh, what do we call them jack-o-lantern in your front yard that's right no better place and you could support c3 serenity farm by doing it so go out and check that out i don't know when that's going to start but i I would just say immediately yeah immediately what are the prices range at Would you want a small to a large or what are we
2: doing yeah i'm not sure i think we were just suggested donation of five
0: dollars suggested donate a five dollars a pumpkin yep that's a steal that's a freaking steal i don't know if you've been to brookshire's or walmart and seen how much these pumpkins are Come today for yeah. for
2: your jack o' lantern pumpkin. <laughs> okay, we got all sizes, all sizes. Smiles. Yeah, and then we got all colors too, just we like the green, church green, whites, orange, yellows. Wow, <laughs> yeah, just like the church, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just like the church. Sorry, everything's preachy today.
3: <laughs> I may
0: or may not had conversations before I got here that made they me. They're precious way. in His sight. <laughs>
3: Jesus, little <laughs> <loves laughs> pumpkin, <world. laughs> <laughs> They're precious. <impressive. laughs>
0: Red, yellow, <laughs> black, and white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow. Summer uh, watermelon. <laughs> Hybrids, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a mixed fruit. <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. <laughs> so that's Todd. Yep. That's, that's the farmer right here. <laughs> Give a nice wave. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that are listening on the podcast uh, and it's been pre-recorded, I just would like to let you know that we also do a live feed on Facebook now so that you can be involved in the discussion. Um, and so uh, if you are listening after the fact on you know, the podcast on iTunes or uh, Podcasts or even on Podbean or iHeartRadio or any of those other things, uh, you won't be able to do that. Uh, But if you get on Fridays around 930, that's when we start you can you can see that. Also, we got with us one of my another incredible podcasting partner, Steve, the ball beauty slash worship pastor, (coughs) pastor, uh, Howard. (laughs) What's up, Steve? (laughs) How y'all doing? He's also an insurance guru. I'm an insurance agent. He's an insurance guru. (laughs) He is the guru of gorgeousness Mm. and the guru of insurance.
1: All right. Hey, Bald Beauty! You're going to have to scoot up a little bit so the people on Facebook can uh, see you. They can't see me. No, it's, no, it's uh, yeah, okay. They ain't not. missing oh, anything. Oh, wait.
0: yeah, I saw his nose. No, it's we got kind of a, a, a limited frame, <laughs> right? But you can go get up and go over there and just look in the camera so people can see you. Just get up and go over there. Look at the camera. Do it. Right. Do it. Oh, there he is. Oh, where? There he is. Hi. There I am. There he is. There
3: he is. Oh, okay. Oh, there. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything going? Everything's going excellent. Everything's excellent. going excellent. Yes. Busy. Yes, very, 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 very busy. So busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. Yes, and um, yes, so much. Uh, we're getting ready for the um, Santa experience. Uh, we got, um, on this Saturday, we're having our models come in and, and do all the pictures and everything. So we're just uh, getting everything ready and uh, so we can promote the Santa experience pictures which they're really, really going to be great. So I encourage you all to check out the uh, Lorraine Howard Photography and check it out.
2: I'm trying to figure out. So I can go there and get my picture taken with a
3: model? Yes. No. Weird.
4: <laughs> That's weird. No, it's not, it's not
3: weird, dude. No, it's um, like uh, we have are some people that are up? bringing their kids for to take the pictures with Santa and everything. So. Oh, okay. It's kind of like okay. what Mobile Santa does, only Mobile Santa does it for free,
1: mobile. Oh wow! Are
3: you yeah. guys doing, yeah. doing it for free?
2: That's awesome. No, he,
0: no. no, this, yeah. we this is oh.
3: we have to make money so we can, you know, so
2: she
0: can come and do photography <laughs> for Mobile Santa. Oh.
3: Yeah, well, we'll try to
0: see if she. But can it is a, it is a great it is a great. Um, she's amazing photographer. Yes, that is for sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's um, gonna look like Norman Rockwell paintings, and it's wow. gonna be a story cool. and all kinds of cool things. It's really cool what all she's doing. Um, and then uh, my insurance is going oh, really great. great. Um. So, yeah, I got like I got to do this afternoon. Get get some people taken care of. Yeah, I
0: may know know. some of those people that need to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah. One, you're one of them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on a long list of people that need to be taken care of. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to dig a hole. (laughs) Nope. you've already dug plenty of holes. All right, there's a lot of holes out there, folks. Yes, I'm not even going to mention what they are. But there's a lot of holes out there. Some are fertilization. Some are politicians. (laughs) <laughs> some are just holes on the <laughs> pavement, some are family, some are, some so, some yeah, are bosses. A lot of holy people out there,
1: <laughs> bunch right. of holy people. Holy this! <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right,
3: Joanna, the author, hey. the youth pastor. Yes, youth yeah. royals. Mm, How's it going? Music, what's awesome. new?
1: Awesome, awesome. So, I'm really excited. I have a, a book signing coming up October the 22nd right. in Mount Pleasant. It's called The Booktacular. I shared it on my. Does it Facebook have to be a book? Pages, huh?
0: Does it have to be a book? Can I bring other things for you to sign?
1: Well, if you bring your bra, I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, I was
0: just going to show you my chest and go here. Yeah, I have a tattoo gun. I need you to tattoo okay. Joanna Grace with he- the wings thing. Yeah, I, Ooh, I, I
1: really don't feel like I want to take your wife like. What? seeing that and then coming at me so i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna, bringing
0: her with me she's gonna have her chest <laughs> signed too i'll have mine right here and she'll have hers right that's the interesting part right there i'm just saying no, i'm joking um <laughs> so where's it at
1: um it's gonna be in mount pleasant mount good pleasant. grief
0: where's copper mount pleasant? 12 copper hours creek, away
1: what copper creek ranch and then I have another one in Canton coming up in December. No, I say so. that's better. I can, right.
0: And that one's coming in December.
1: Yeah, that'll be in December, right before the holidays. So you mm-hmm. know, if you have a loved one that likes to read, hello, that's me.
0: There's a lot of good so, books yeah. out there, but hers is the best. Loved one that likes to read. You got the best book. Loved one that likes to read.
1: No, I'm the one that can provide you with gifts yes. for your loved one oh. that likes to mm-hmm. read. That was
0: a typical male response, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I have part? to say, the, the, the part that you heard half of it and, <laughs> and put that implemented into the... That was, that was a very male yeah. response. Yeah. Oh, so you, you're you the one that likes to read. No, I'm telling you that I'm the one that can provide for the one that <laughs> likes to read. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. They're
1: going to be really cool events because they're, they're multi-author events. So there's... There'll be books for everybody. So even if you don't necessarily like my genre of books, there will be other authors there doing all kinds of different genres. So I really like those events because they just they have something for everybody. So, yeah,
0: awesome. yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I've never been to one of those author things, but I do know that Joanna is a very, very gifted author.
1: Thank and you. so um, yeah I'm blushing thank you.
0: Yes, she already knows she's lying. she's not <laughs> blushing. she's like, yes, you better say that. I know yeah. I'm awesome. That's right. Yeah. I know I'm awesome. All right. <laughs> well, today we are going to be talking about pastors. yeah. Yeah. Pastures. Now, if you're like my buddy, Scotty. Not pastures.
1: Pastures.
0: Not pastures. Oh, so out
1: in the field. Pastures. Pastures.
0: I need the scar button. This is I'm surrounded by idiots. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: I'm totally you know, kidding.
1: They say birds of a feather. Mm-hmm.
0: flock together <laughs> without <is> a doubt. <laughs> I will gladly accept that title. Yeah. It helps yeah. to manage expectations. There you go. Uh, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Uh, no, but uh, the, the, today's about pastors and if you're like my buddy Scotty, um, we don't necessarily like for you to call us like this, you pastor. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what Scotty says. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that about pastors. We're gonna talk about the true application of pastor, what it means, all that good stuff. Um, but before right. we get into that, I think mm-hmm. that it is time for us to play one of the podcast games, and we did what the heck last week would you rather so this week is would you rather yeah yeah yes aren't you aren't you excited <laughs> Yeah, i'm very excited i'm, I'm excited about I'm it excited all right so we're going to do this um at random we're going to start with joanna she's going to pick oh joanna ladies <gasps> first folks ladies first, first. we have mm. we ladies have tagged here. Mm. sometimes yes. all right so you pick the one that you want and the guy one, one of the cards will mm. be read to you we have two we're going to do okay. two rounds today yeah
1: are we doing two okay let's see I think I went with you last time, so I'm going to go with Steve this time.
3: We're going to go with who? Steve? Yeah. Steve? <laughs> Steve? All right, I'm listening now. Steve? Okay. Oh, he's going to focus. Yes. Ready? <clears throat> no,
0: he's got to read one to you.
1: Oh, oh, oh. you oh. have You're to picking,
0: read it to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she, Steve can pick you if he wants you, but. Okay. But you wanted okay. the, you wanted the ball beauty, so go ahead. Okay. Give her one, man. Give we're her get, a card. We get to do two no, though. no. We're, we're going to do two rounds. But the first round, you only read one card,
3: Steve. Okay, that's uh, just one one card. Would oh. you rather appear as a guest on your favorite TV show or a lifetime backstage passes for a con- any concert you attend?
0: Okay, now normal voice. What did you say? <laughs> appear? No, no, that's not normal. <laughs> Appear. <laughs> that's,
3: that's better. On your favorite TV show, or have lifetime backstage passes for a concert that you attend.
1: Lifetime. I'm gonna go with lifetime backstage passes. All
3: right. And who's that concert? <sighs> oh, now, oh, now you just mm-hmm. done it.
1: Bon Jovi. You're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna break my brain with Spotly that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Who's your favorite? Ozzy Osbourne.
1: I don't, I don't know. Runa James Dio. <laughs> I don't, I don't
3: Ozzy know. Osbourne.
2: Run DMC. I, I, I Vanilla Ice. No, I don't Ooh, think yeah. I can. Ice, yeah, ice, I think. yeah, that,
1: that's definitely not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can definitely x that one off the list. Uh, Oh, that's hard. I don't know. That's like picking your know. favorite kid. I I, I don't know. Favorite kid? Do you King like Bieber?
0: Good grief! You're that attached to these Bieber? people?
1: <laughs> no, it's just like there's just like it's no. a, such a selection because I like so much music that that'd be hard. Well, you're gonna leave it like... up to our
0: discretion. We're gonna say it's T swifty obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, you negative. better not leave it up to our imagination. Negative. I no. think everybody on the Taylor podcast swift-y. right now is gonna say that Joanna's backstage pass is going to be no. all about Ariana Grande or T-Swifty.
1: Mm, no, I'm going to... Okay, if I, if I absolutely just have... I'm going to say Reba McIntyre. So, oh, I love Reba. Reba. There you go. Love that's, a, okay. that's, that's a love good Reba, answer. Yes. Reba or Dolly. That's it. I'll, I'll, oh, take I'll, I'll take well, either one. One
0: of them. Of those. One of them's a little closer to the, to the ground than the other one, but yeah, I'm all about it. You better take advantage of them backstage I was, passes. I was
1: fixing to say, I, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I love you, Dolly, but I mean, yeah. 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 She'll tell you that, too. I'm saying she's, she's, she's older than dirt, two days older than dirt.
3: Mm, She's still beautiful. We lost
0: a, we lost a great one this week. We
1: lost Loretta Lynn. I know. That's
0: sad. Yeah. The coal miner's daughter. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. She, 90 years old, though, dude. Yeah. She, she lived. Yes. Mm -hmm. She did. She did.
1: She absolutely. She did. had
0: a long-standing relationship with her husband. Um, that's awesome. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, she just she's quality lady, man. From whatever for everybody, what everybody has said, yes. I have never met her, nor did I care for her music. But I will say that she was a she yeah. was a force. And what? That was a cool song. Coal miner's daughter.
2: Yeah. Okay. I like it.
0: Good. I'm it's not a big fan of country music though, dude. So that's she, sad.
1: yeah, but she. I mean, she was one of those trailblazers, man. She mm-hmm. paved the way for all these Other female artists. artists of today. These young whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. There would so. be no Miranda.
1: It's true. Without she, she fought a lot of battles the Loretta. so that
0: there'd these be no young Dolly.
1: Could come up. That's true.
0: Yeah. There'd be no Dolly mm-hmm. without Loretta. Dolly. Mm-hmm. Loretta. Yeah. Although uh, they may disagree. I don't know. Okay. Todd, you're up, man. Pick one. Pick one, pick. Pick, somebody somebody to read you a card. I beg your
2: pardon. I'm I'm well, I'm not gonna pick Steve because he's already been picked for this round.
3: Yeah. Okay. But you have to No. 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 I told you to pick me. No. Sorry, dude. You didn't want me. Well. (laughs) You just have to be okay with it. I'll have to pick (laughs) you the second one. Yeah.
2: There's another round, Steve. So okay, buddy. But somebody might pick you again, so you might He's
0: having he's he's having remembrances of P E class where he's like, I told you to pick me. I'm gonna say Tim. Oh, me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You. A or B? Uh, B. Okay. Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or
2: a porta potty?
4: Yeah. Well, let's see.
2: A dumpster definitely provides a lot more meals. Uh, but you're only spending the night, dude. You're not like. Well, yeah, but you know, you never get uh, hungry. Uh, you get a little hungry. Uh, yeah. you know, and a porta potty. I don't know. It depends, I, it depends on what time of year it is. I mean, if it's hot, that, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in no porta potty because it's it, gonna no. be like yeah. a sweat box in there.
1: Lorraine, yeah. I agree. That is disgusting.
2: Yuck! But <laughs> but if it's a dumpster like behind Toys R Us, I mean, I might get some new toys or something. I'd, so, I'd almost want to yeah, spend. I'd, I'd, t- say, I'd say dumpster. I'd say yeah, dumpster I'd too because I don't yeah. want anything to smell like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I'm just no. I don't like that. It's
0: it's rough enough to you. Look, I I, now, I live with two boys. Okay, mm. uh, they're not boys anymore, but man, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just saying I, I don't yeah, want to no, live in that.
3: The, I just don't. The one dumpster. It I smells a little like a dumpster. down it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
2: one dumpster I wouldn't want to stay in though is the one behind the animal shelter.
3: No, yeah. you don't want that.
2: No, 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 dude. No,
0: no. you don't want to stay in the one behind the hospital. Ugh.
3: Oh my! Ugh. Oh. Oh my goodness! We had I a friend who
1: drove uh, a truck that collected. The hospital trash. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about stories that. He yeah, has. I don't think you yeah, No, 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 no. It's, it's, no. it's rough. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: There was actually half of a man in there. Yeah. <laughs> His name was John. Well, he, he, he happens to be a
1: hilarious storyteller, so he has one talking about how a finger fell out of the bag and he had to pick up the finger and and he's like, you Steve. Know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Man. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh,
3: yes. Pick it pick your well, you only get Todd, man. Oh, uh, okay. Um he could pick no,
2: Joanna. No, he can pick Joanna or Todd. Yeah, that's right. I'm the last won. pick.
0: That's oh, right. Yeah. I'm,
3: yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna share the favor with Joanna. Okay. okay. All right. But you gotta pick me, Todd. <laughs> For the second <laughs> round. P E class.
1: Okay. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: fart in an elevator full of strangers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what I'm that's the one I'm picking. Or belch loudly while giving an important presentation at work.
3: Oh, that, happens. Good. that happens all the time. Uh, <laughs> I did that I, last week. I, <laughs> think, <laughs> I think as I get older, the first one happens on a regular basis. <laughs> it's like the walking farts. It what are you talking you about? Can
1: blame it on somebody what else. Are you talking about? Well. As you,
3: what are you talking about as you get older? <laughs> you did that when you were 12. <laughs> Okay, so I would say fart in the elevator. Yeah, Hmm. because
1: if it's full of people, you can always blame that on somebody else.
0: As long as it's silent silent but deadly, you're right. But if it comes from your general direction, I'm blaming it. It makes a noise. Listen, I'm blaming the bearded dude, anyways. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the ones that smell bad are the ones that are like the models that are in there. They're like the beautiful, gorgeous. They're all, but they're all pent up inside there. And they let the, oh my God. <laughs> the time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is, man. But like, and I had somebody tell me that too. They're like, did you do that? No. Well, you always got to blame the fat guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so wrong.
0: Thanks. Appreciate that. All right,
1: Todd. Wayne says he farts
0: all the time. <laughs> he's he's farted five times right now. I have yeah, not just today. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I we're locked not. in a
1: small room, and he's over there. Yep. Okay. I have so not farted
0: yet. He's lying. Steve. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Todd. I pick whatever <laughs> one. B.
1: Okay
2: would you rather would you rather spend a year living in a nudist colony <laughs> or within miss. a Amish colony community? Mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like it would be unfair to be in a nudist colony, so Why? I'm gonna pick the Amish colony well yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know there's no electricity, there's no yeah yeah I know no, I'd, I'd be interested to see how that works. Yeah, I don't they'd probably take
4: me out but <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have to spend colony, less you can turn time.
0: I have to spend less time in the Amish colony than I would mm. in the nudist colony. And i got to be honest with you, man. I don't want that kind of temptation in my life. Which, which nudist part? colony. Oh, the nudist? Yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be walking around watching a bunch of nude people.
4: <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. There's I a reason why Adam that. and Eve covered up, man. They were perfect, mm-hmm. but they still covered up. I'm just saying. They knew it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm sure you disagree with me, Todd. You like nope. to be in a nudist colony. I get it. You no, know, I'm just... No. All right, we're gonna start. We're gonna start the time off with. Hey, uh, I still got another we have a whole other round. I know we're gonna start the oh, whole okay. round, but I'm gonna start with somebody different this time instead of you. Okay, I'm gonna go with the oh, other lady oh. in the room, and that's Steve. All right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: oh, that's so. I, sad. I appreciate. It.
0: I love Thank you, dude. You. All right, so pick your pick your poison, bro. Um,
3: Tim, Steve. <laughs> Dem Steve? Tim? Steve? Need Timmy? <laughs> Steve. Steve and Timmy. All
0: right, so you only get one choice this time. All right, would you rather... Oh, my gosh. Okay. Would you rather lick the pus out of a popped zit Ugh. or a busted blister? Ooh. Ooh. Blister. Be careful, because Lorraine may hold you to this.
3: Mm. <laughs> Probably lick the zit, but... Oh! no no there's
1: no, no there is the no right is answer no to there, that there's one. not
2: there's not well, if you ah. got to do, do one you pick the blister, <sighs> nah, pick you, the blister. because it's water mm-hmm. it's water. water it's water mm-hmm. yeah the bust of blisters okay. water water mm-hmm. then I'll, no, I'll you d- no you picked it you, you picked, you picked this this you've this this it you've already done the
0: damage dude yeah
2: you're already sucking down that greasy slimy
0: what is it the greasy slimy what
2: that's beautiful yeah it ain't coming out that way
1: okay can i fix the camera because we still cannot see steve steve at all We'll fix him
3: probably, you're gonna probably have to nobody needs to me
0: see them. me joanna's like i don't want anybody to see me i need to fix the camera so she's using I'm steve gonna... as the as the escape goat. that's what it is
3: i am escaping the girl. there, we go. there look, we go look look there we go now we can
1: see there there's a there's little bit steve. of a glare now there
0: <sighs>
2: oh this is a bright all right spot.
0: so uh right uh, uh yeah, joanna is hiding. it's your turn go ahead
1: oh oh okay for me to pick yep. somebody. Okay.
0: And you can't pick me because I'm out. So I don't have oh, any more cards. you don't
1: cards. have any more cards. Uh, okay. Well, I did him last time, so it you.
2: Okay. Would you rather be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep?
1: Oh, dreams.
2: Dreams? Not yes. Your
1: thoughts? Mm-hmm. No. I those are scary. About I, I have write cool a book. dreams.
2: <laughs> you do have cool dreams? Yes. Most
1: okay. of my books are based on dreams. So, okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She already has
2: that power.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so
0: now this is really revealing. Yes. Because most of your dreams so are about books. you've got some <laughs> really It's true. Made, it's true. Made, good made most, most of my
1: dreams are, are about you books. About,
0: uh, you know. I'm not going to go there. All right, so um, that's a good good answer. All right, so you're, you're recording. Yeah, I saw that look. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I, yeah, and I know what you're talking about. Dreams. All right, we're going to say recording dreams, and we're going to leave it at that. All right. I hate it when they're... My turn because I'm gonna make Todd go last, and I'm gonna pick Steve. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Steve. All right, Tim. Would you, you, p- you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? Oh man, <laughs> Xerox! Z-rox. I knew what you would say.
1: Okay, look, most no, no, of no, his I, office I, parties I'm at. So <laughs> can I have a say in this? <laughs>
0: yeah, <right? laughs> now you know why she's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, dreams. I guess that'd be like nightmares. Hey, yo, hey, (laughs) hey, Uh, hey, man. I I can, I can either confirm or deny that Voldemort was me. All right, (laughs) all right. So I'm going to say I'd probably spike the punch. Knowing me, I'd probably spike punch. No, because nobody wants to see that. Nobody needs to see that much crack. All right. Yeah, but crack kills. To know it's yours. And so you mm-hmm. just use zero. They'd already right? know because there ain't nothing put, to show. You put it up on the and door. Nothing to and show. This could be
2: the <laughs> butthead room. There ain't nothing to show. Okay, Todd, you're up. Okay, well, I guess I'm picking. I I you got to the, the last one. It's so elimination. Be- I guess it's you, huh? Okay. Roll it out.
1: Oh, Drew Stewart says party. party. <laughs> he wants to come to the next <laughs> <Yeah>. office
0: meeting. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> it'll, He's it'll be his butt the <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that happens at the podcast, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Right. Drew, Drew's got a tattoo
2: on the side of his butt, right though, there. so I think. I don't want to know. Well, i want to know.
0: You, we would oh. be able to identify Drew. Oh, no, oh come on, man. Come on. Go ahead. <gasps> the okay. Bad form.
1: Okay. All right, Todd. Yes. Would you rather see Oprah. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger as the next U.S. president? Ooh,
2: well, yeah, definitely, Uh, definitely. uh, I'll be back. You'll Mm -hmm. be back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That wasn't that his claim thing.
3: Oh yeah, but you have to say it like him. I'll be back. back. I'll
2: be back. back. Mm -hmm. He also
3: says hasta la vista, baby. (laughs) He does say hasta la vista. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's such a great governor. Yes. would
1: prefer I think, that over the other. Yeah.
2: Just well, I mean, saying. Oprah has a lot of great things to not say. Oprah. <laughs> um, but Oprah well, she would give us anyways. all a car. Yeah.
3: No, she you wouldn't. get a car. You get a car. <laughs> no, with, a, with a price.
0: Well, that's her political views as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> that car comes with a price. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> you get Thank you, Drew. That was awesome. The chopper. (laughs) The chopper.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: All right, we're going to get the scripture of the week. Uh, We're going to turn to uh, Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. It says Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to the disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples. He says, Therefore, whatever they tell you, do and comply with it all, but do not do as they do. For they say things and do not do them and they tie up heavy burdens and lay them on people's shoulders and by themselves are unwilling to move them with so much as a finger and they do all their deeds to be noticed by other people. For they broaden their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels of their garments, and they love the place of honor at banquets and the seats of honor in the synagogues and personal greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by the people. But as for you, do not be called rabbi, for only one is your teacher, and you are all brothers and sisters. And do not call anyone on earth your father, for only one is your father. That should speak to some Catholics out there who is in heaven. And do not be called leaders, for only one is your leader, that is Christ, but the greatest of you shall be your servant whoever exalts himself shall be humbled and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted and then we're going to turn over to first peter chapter five and it says therefore i urge elders among you elders is uh, the 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 Old word people that, no no Mm-mm. i know i'm just kidding okay it's okay he went to southwestern assemblies of god university I just want to point that out. All right. Before we go into this conversation. All right. So when you're a kid, that's
3: what you always thought it was,
0: though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. So therefore, I urge elders, which is the the word that they use for pastors um, interchangeably. We talk about that as your fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and one who is also a fellow partaker of the glory that is to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God among you exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntary, according to the will of God, and not with greed, but with eagerness, nor yet as domineering over those assigned to your care, but by proving to be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, I'll give you two guesses who that is, and you'll only need one if you listen to this podcast at all, you'll receive the unfading crown of glory. That's First Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 4. So first of all, let's answer the question, what is or who is a pastor supposed to be. So the word pastor comes from a Latin word which literally means shepherd. So the New Testament presents two offices that constitute church leadership, elder and overseer and then deacon. Elder and overseer synonymous, okay? So Paul lists the qualifications for elder and overseer in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1 and and and, and if you read the 1 Timothy passage Paul refers to the the overseers as episkopos. That's the the Greek word for the overseers. And then in Titus, he refers to them as elders or presbyteros. Um, And from these things, it can be concluded that the offices have different designations. Uh, The word elder refers to the life experience of the the office, while the presbyteros is talking about the responsibility of the officeholder to watch over the congregation. And so the second office that everybody talks about when they talk about elder overseers, deacon, um, and we're not going to mm-hmm. necessarily talk about that, but um, they, they still have the same kind of admonitions in Acts chapter six and first Timothy chapter three. Uh, you know, the deacon's responsibility is to minister to the physical needs of the congregation and freeing up the elders to concentrate on their spiritual needs. And so a lot of people that are board members or that, a lot of people don't really understand the job of what the overseer or the deacon, um, what what the two differences are, um, mm. but in Acts chapter twenty. Paul talks to the Ephesian elders and he says, Keep watch over yourselves and all of the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he has bought with his own blood. Now, I want you to notice that Paul is telling the elders, the office, to be shepherds in function or role over the church. So, Paul identifies shepherding pastors as one in one of the church along with the teaching, missionary work, evangelism, and prophecy. That this role is seen by the emphasis that Jesus puts on it where Jesus charges Peter to feed and tend his sheep. He's supposed to look over the flock of God. He says, upon this rock, and I want you to go feed my sheep. Remember, Mm -hmm. he goes, do Mm -hmm. you love me? And Mm -hmm. he says, yes, I love you. Then feed my sheep. sheep. To feed my sheep. To feed my sheep. It's part of his repentance and his restitution. Mm -hmm. So in the New Testament, the words pastor, elder, and overseer can be used interchangeably with each other. um, And they're providing a different emphasis on what contribution the leaders uh, made to the body of Christ. Three words come together in 1 Peter chapter 5, what we read a little bit ago, where Peter exhorts elders to shepherd the flock, to serve as overseers, and care for the flock as they wait for the chief shepherd. So knowing what we know about what the Bible talks about as far as shepherds are concerned, there's a there's a lot of expectation which comes for the leadership and the authority that is with an under-shepherd, and that's what pastors are supposed to be they're supposed to be under shepherds they're supposed to they are held responsible for the caring of the spiritual needs of the flock of the body okay and we say you know what does that mean what is the flock it's the gathering of the body of christ it's the people that are under their care and there are millions if if not hundreds of thousands of uh, under shepherds out there that are being cared with the fall whether or not they're doing a good job or not is
4: mm-hmm.
0: is uh, not up to us so first of all let's let's have a, a conversation about because this october is pastor appreciation month yeah and it always makes me uncomfortable um but i i think that it's necessary after some of the articles that i've read recently about um pastors and and some of the alarming things that are happening in in our world um with pastors and ministers and and leaders as far as leadership under the leadership of jesus christ remember jesus said don't call any of you yourselves leaders in that regard there's one leader and we are all um subservient to that leader okay so when i say pastors i mean under pastors, underneath the great pastor. Um, When I say shepherds, I mean under shepherds under Christ. When I say leaders, I mean subservient to his leadership and his authority. Like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So Mm -hmm. um, let's talk, and we're going to go opposite direction this this week. We're going to go to Steve first. Steve, how many human pastors, under shepherds, have you had in your life? Obviously, Jesus is the great shepherd, but we're talking about the under shepherd role. So how many of those have you had in your life?
3: At least 10. 10 okay at least 10 and
0: have you did you I mean do you remember all of them in great length or are they I remember a few of them um, so few of them have left impactual things in your memory yes. okay Joanna what about you how many
1: Uh, probably l- less than 10 I, I can think of <clears throat> 7 right off the top of my head that's a holy number yes well, there you, you
3: have up. holy pastors this means number. something <laughs> we can dissect this now. <laughs> oh
0: <my gosh. laughs> all right. And and do you have good memory of all of them or? Not all of them. No. So, mm. okay. So some of them. I don't <laughs> have <laughs> <good memory. laughs> some of them. I'd rather not remember at all. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they, they made
1: an impact, but not necessarily a good impact.
2: All right. What about you, Todd? How many pastors have you had in your life? Well, since we're going with the lucky number seven, I'm going to say seven, seven, seven,
0: And do you remember all of them have good good memories of all of them? No, no, No?
2: not good memories. But yes, I remember them all. Oh
0: (laughs) Do you have a few? (laughs) Joanna, do you have
3: a few that you have good memories of? Yeah. Oh absolutely. Oh Oh,
1: absolutely. Yes. And you do too.
0: And you do too. Yes, I have some. I just have I
3: have two of them that stand out.
2: I have some of them that
0: no. So I'm not going to I'm not going to make you guys do this, but I went through and started thinking about the pastors of my life. So my, the first ones that I recall, obviously my grandfather was my pastor when I was first born, he dedicated Mm me. And then as I grew up, we moved to Garland and then I I had children's pastors and my children's pastors were Mm -hmm. Donnie and Marty Wagner, Donna and Marty Wagner. And they were, they were great. They cared for kids. And then I had, I had several people that tried to be youth pastors um, when I first came in, but the one that really made the impact that I would count as my pastor Mm-hmm. would be kevin harrison
3: yeah i like kevin. kevin
0: kevin was my youth pastor and a big influence on I mean, my in fact my the last closing lines that you hear of anything that i do publicly or when i speak publicly is if no one has told you god loves you and so do i and every week he would say that and i got his permission to say that every time because it, mm-hmm. it made such an impact on my life so that was mm-hmm. that was number three uh number four and then we start talking about the pastors uh, we had pastor hanks and then we had uh, Rick Dubose, who was my mentor. Um, and then we had uh, DG Council, who was not my mentor. Uh, Jim Savern, <laughs> who was another mentoree guy. Then I had um, uh, Pastor Brad Williams, um, and then it was me uh, that that took the reins. My father, obviously, was a pastor in my life, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and and I, I I don't count him as office a of pastor, but all my life he's been mine he's been a shepherd so i would count that as a pastor so i I, i've had really positive influences and i've had a couple of them that were not so great but um what qualities do you think a pastor should have and we're going to start with joe on this one Mm. what what constitutes a pastor and the obvious Mm. answer being christ-like what other qualities would you say are important for pastors to have
1: oh you're putting me on the spot here that one's hard um I would say being open as far as accountability. Um, it it really helps if a pastor is a good uh, orator. Um, I think I think we've all had to you know endure a sermon or two that it was like. What are you saying? It's, it's great a great. Race. It's a great message, but. You know, really, really hard to listen to. So that that helps.
0: I've heard some preachers that talk like this.
1: Mom, mama,
3: said, mom, mama, said, mom, mama said, Mama said, Mama, <laughs> mom, mama said, <laughs> mom, Mama said, Mama said, Mama <laughs>
1: said, Mama said, Mama <laughs> said, Mama 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 something so I've
0: heard accountability I've heard the ability to speak and then I've heard the 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 knowledge
1: mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. All right.
0: so those three things are on the top of your list as far as I, what... that's
1: the f- first things that come to my head i'm sure if i had more time i could probably
0: that's okay there's a reason but why yeah. i didn't give you a whole lot of advance yeah. today. yeah, yeah. Uh, she wanted i want off the top of your head what you think okay so steve uh, excuse me not steve todd then we'll uh, get steve because you went first last time okay what yeah. what do you Hold think your thoughts
2: yeah <laughs> i know you all you all say yeah. all mine
3: now you yeah. 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 won't have any left <laughs>
2: yep. well it's easy because you can do like this well, I totally agree exactly with Joanna. But the <laughs> thing I, would, I would add to that three is I would say that they need to be a good listener. Yeah,
3: that's Oh uh, awesome. yeah.
2: What? Oh, this is no, it's okay. You think. can use your buttons all you want. I know. I you Better understand. be listening to me. The
0: absolutely, bu- I absolutely. Agree Are you listening? To what did you What what'd I say? You said they need to be a good listener. That's right. Yeah. Good job. Yes.
2: <laughs> Proud of you.
1: Um, Cheryl online. Uh, chimes in with compassion
2: No, oh, that's a good
0: one and yeah, then that's she says
1: one. wisdom equals knowledge plus love mm.
0: that's right Ooh. that sounds like a very wise person that yeah. does
1: sound like a wise person yeah. who pays attention
0: just wow. saying yeah. just saying I wish I knew which Lorraine Cheryl it says was caring. is it my Cheryl?
1: Cheryl Mullins oh and that was Cheryl Mullins Lorraine says caring
0: caring 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 Mm-hmm. okay what well, we'll get to them in just a second yeah. i want to hear steve so you said listening yes. you need to be able to listen well let me let me let me prod you a little further todd what okay. do you think listening looks like i would have to say that
2: um because some people hear but they don't really listen right you have to be when you listen to somebody you have to be able to acknowledge what what has been said and use wisdom to knowledge either, plus love right yep. well yeah and more, more people are if they're talking to you they're looking for something yep. so whether acknowledgement mm-hmm. whether it's confirmation whether it's the ability to make the right and wrong decisions i mean or keep from making the wrong decisions right mm-hmm. but yeah as far as the listening part because if you're not listening i mean yeah you're right people can hear people mm-hmm. but if your response isn't of love or wisdom then you're going to send somebody down the wrong road.
0: Right. But the only way you know how to respond is if you're really actually listening, listening. Mm -hmm. So hearing is different than listening. Hearing Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. is, is response driven. Listening is understanding driven. It's communication driven. Mm -hmm. So I want to, I know, want to know where you're coming from and has a level of empathy that's implied. And then I respond with that empathy. When I'm hearing something, I'm I'm repeating your words. I can repeat back what you're saying, but I'm only really listening to what just, you're saying. No, I'm not even listening to what you're saying. I'm just wanting to take what you're saying and apply it to what I'm trying to say. Mm. Mm. That's hearing. And and I think when when you say that a pastor should That's be just a, responding. Well, yeah, but the response is based off of hearing. I can still hear you just mm. like I just heard you. Mm-hmm. But now I'm applying what you're saying and saying you're wrong. And here's what I'm saying. It's just, you <laughs> see really what I'm good. saying? Wow. That's what I'm, the, the difference between, listen, now, if you know. came to me and you said, which we've had that experience, yeah. I'm, I'm going through this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah. That's different. It, you Yeah. You, you have a different way of handling mm-hmm. those things. I'm going to hear someone who I may not agree with, but <laughs> if they come to me and they go, hey, I, you know, this is, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going to go in a different mode mm-hmm. than I am. So I, I just wanted to make sure people understand the difference between hearing and, and listening because a lot of people don't know what that means Mm -mm. yes um um, so um you can't be
2: good shepherd if you're not listening well yeah
0: Mm -hmm. or if you don't know when to listen and Mm -hmm. when to hear because both of those Mm -hmm. are are very very important things to
3: do yeah okay all right go ahead okay so with a pastor it's very important for them to to have a real strong relationship with god and uh, have and have him lead them so that they can lead their congregation. So I want them to have a word from the Lord not just go online and find a, find a, a sermon and just preach it. I want them to have I want a pastor that's literally looking for the word for his, for his church on a constant basis just um, and not just about preaching but about about ministering to his people and, and leading them and, and directing them. And, and not just being, because there's a lot of preachers, but there's a difference between a preacher and a pastor. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although a lot of times when the Bible does say pastor, it it brings them in with teaching. So you mm-hmm. can't really pastor someone without the ability to you have to you have to be able to teach them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, agree with you.
3: Yeah, and so when, in the, with with being a pastor, you want to look for somebody who who like my wife said is very caring he he cares about his his flock and he and if they're hurting he wants to help them and if he can't help them himself he wants to have people in his in his ministry that can reach out to those people when he's not able to yeah hmm. so a good pastor has other people under him helping him make sure that his flock is being taken care of okay that's that's interesting you said that okay what does strong relationship with God look like? Okay,
0: so because that's pretty subjective. That is subjective. Does that mean you have to grow your beard long?
3: Yes. Yes. You definitely. have to have a, a beard long. Um, well, no, I'm out. No. <laughs> no, you can do it. We <laughs> no, just it's no. Just, no, the we Southern just, Baptist just, Convention so. would agree with you. Yeah. yeah. No, you can those. tell. You can tell when a pastor is is is, is uh, in tune with the Lord, and he's getting his information. And he's speaking to his congregation and he's given the word that that he that he he believes that's for his for his people so you think
0: the basis of his his strongness with god is on what he's delivering no
3: he has a relationship he has his own relationship with god how do you tell it's in the fruit
1: there's fruit yeah
3: that's what i'm looking for you know i was just wondering
0: how because there's some people that they gauge the strongness of a relationship of a pastor by his level of performance Mm-mm. his level of his ability to speak um his ability to um people charisma yeah um and all three yeah, of those, those things are, are incredibly deceptive when it comes yeah to and me.
3: those those are the kind of people that you got to be careful those are the ones that jesus says i don't know who you are
0: yeah well i think mm-hmm. all of us have to be careful of that mm-hmm. right
3: yeah i, I think
0: Again, well, we're, we're going to talk about that some more, about the the duplicitousness of expectation for leadership. God absolutely yeah. says that he's going to hold them more responsible, but yeah.
3: are they any different they're, than you are? You want mm-hmm. them to be very real. Well, that's the hope, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, And they're they going to realize that we're all, even though they're the shepherd, they're the leader, we're all still on the same mm-hmm. plane. We're still on the proving Nobody, ground. Nobody's yep. on on the pedestal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. only one on the pedestal is jesus well and i, I think mm-hmm. people can't help
0: um that 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 mode um where they see somebody talking they see some even even peter says um somebody who is a, excuse me paul says somebody who is an overseer a good overseer is worthy of double honor yeah so i i think that there is there is an honor there is respect and honor that's given to those that are yes. good overseers i, I when i I think it's a travesty when people don't respect and honor individuals that are giving themselves out uh, like i've seen my grandfather mm-hmm. um over the years and there, when when he first started uh, the 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 whole mindset of preachers and pastors has changed over time because there mm-hmm. were times where you know i'm not saying that i'm bitter about this by the way but there were you know people yeah. dropping off pies and and oh. i remember you know, part of grandpa's problem is that he'd get like three or four pies in a, in a row. <laughs> that's a problem. It, well, yeah. For our weight. Yeah. It was, it's a big problem, especially when I, and that was during the summer. I don't even know what they got during the, <laughs> during the Christmas months and stuff like that. You wow. get, you get things like that. He live in a parsonage. The, the church should pay for his parsonage, yeah, that cool. kind of like stuff. That. And, um, but over time things have developed over, uh, where people don't view the role the same. And, and really it isn't the same. Uh, but, what I'm saying is that there, there's a difference between pedestal thinking and honoring somebody. I mm-hmm. honor my, my mother and my father. I do realize now as I've grown up that my mother and father, are they're fallible. They, they make mistakes despite my father claiming otherwise. <laughs> and they, they, they have their own issues and they're learning just as much as I'm learning. But when somebody's on a platform, people tend to go, well, they can't ever be wrong. No, they can't. They're not allowed to be wrong. And I I think that pastors, I'm I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly in my expectation of what a pastor should be. In my life, I I want and have wanted a reality of leadership that was consistently honest and real. Mm -hmm. I didn't want pretext or pretense or for there to be a mask to be worn in service and then for them to be somebody completely different somewhere else yes and that as, as as a person as a pastor myself that is one gargantuan goal that i have i want my kids to see the same person at home that they see on the pulpit the same yes. jokes that i tell at the pulpit i i tell at home uh the same things that i i say to watch on from the pulpit i tell people to to be careful not to do this. Don't do this. I'm the same person when I get home. I don't want them watching those things, and I try not to. I want to be the same person. Now, do I yes. fail at those things sometimes? Absolutely. But Never. that's I want that realism. I want that congruency <laughs> of lying. Uh, I don't want that. I don't want that to be a a, um, a mask, of a lie. Yeah. I want the same person to be represented everywhere that I go. So um, that to me is incredibly important. Um, along with all the ones that you guys are saying, caring, listening. Um, uh, to be accountable, those are huge. I think realism is part of that accountability, um, and you'll be able to see the congruency in in their family. In fact, I, I think that Paul says in Timothy that all you have to do is look at their kids. How can they how can they lead the church if how can they take care of the church if they can't even take care of the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen a lot of people. I'm not going to name names, but some people that have a problem with that. All right. So uh, number three, mm-hmm. are there any trends in today's pastors? Uh, and let's, and before I get to this one, because this is a big conversation coming mm-hmm. up is there anything that anybody else is saying on there? Nobody has anything Mm-mm. to add to that. You guys be y'all can answer these questions just as much as I'm answering them or anybody else here. And I'm sure you mm-hmm. guys have got some great wisdom. So if yes. you're on the live feed on Facebook and you want to get into the conversation, um, go ahead and put your thoughts down and we'll, if it's worth reading, we'll, we'll read it out loud. If not, then we'll just make fun of it behind your back. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. That's wow. a joke. All right. So I missed
1: I miss this one. Drew said, that message has always stuck with me ever since our first day at c3 i think he's referring to you if no one's told you god loves you and so do i i think that's what he's referring to. i see
0: yeah that well more on that story to be heard in just a little bit but okay. um are there trends in today's pastors that you see that are disturbing todd you go first <laughs> i have
2: one <laughs> trends
0: um It could be any of them, too. It could be worship pastors, youth pastors, or mainstream pastors.
2: I don't really really get into trends as far as as a pastor goes. I I guess you'd have to give me an example. Well, do you see any pastors out there that are claimed
0: to be pastors, mm -hmm. whether it be on television, whether it be on radios, whether it be on books? Do you see anything that's disturbing?
2: Oh, well, I mean, if you look at the ones that are on TV, I mean, it's... Let me heal you right here on. Are they right.
0: pastors? That's what I'm yeah, asking. Yeah. They're well, on they're television they're, and they're claiming to be pastor. This. Yeah.
2: And they're coming over there and <laughs> healed. Sorry, I just I'm not buying that one. Okay. It's kind Ooh. of a weird trend. So that's a disturbing. Like yeah, it's kind of disturbing to me. Disturbing trend where yeah. there's healings. Well, the way they go about it. Yeah. Okay. So the I method. Believe, I believe there are healings. I believe that that happens, but not in that category i think
0: the showy, the showy
1: performance yeah. okay yeah. gotcha if like you
0: mean it sounds like matthew 23 where they yeah they practice their things before men to be noticed by men and yeah. love the place mm. of honor and banquets and the seats of synagogues of honor and the personal greetings in the marketplaces and being called pastor by the other people i literally have had people uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But no? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with okay. so, you. I agree yeah, with no, what no, you're no, saying. You're saying the the, the, the elevated sh-
2: showy, you know, I'm this person and i yeah, yeah. I got you. I will, I will perform miracles right now. Send me
3: 20 bucks and I'll send $777 and I will, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, mm-hmm. 700 bucks. That's,
0: now there that's have been some great, great men of God that I would call men of God that have made some pretty boneheaded mistakes. Yeah. Mm. I, I would say, uh, in, in, I, mm-hmm. I, I love the man. I think he was a good man. But Oral Roberts was one of those guys that I think he was a great man of God, but he just didn't, he missed God. He sent out a letter, said, if we don't raise a million dollars, I'm going to die. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So there, so there's there some idiots. Somebody held one dollar back. They, uh, <laughs> and he's still alive. And they might have done it on purpose. I um, so. But mm. what I'm saying is that there, there's some pretty boneheaded things that, we all have done mm-hmm. and if we're not wanting to pedestal the thinking mm-hmm. then you know i but i understand what you're saying i'm saying the whole attitude and the whole conveyance of this instead of the gospel it's become more about the show mm-hmm. yeah i get you mm-hmm. i understand yeah. mm-hmm. okay and that's a really good general way of saying it because I, we could we could probably come yeah, out I mean, and I say some specifics the heck out of it, mm-hmm. but, well, we got to be
2: careful with that too yeah that's what i'm trying to steve what's up trying to be guys.
0: Well. Um, any
3: disturbing trends that you see in today's pastors? I my biggest concern is they are turning away from the Word and um, trying to water it down to fit the politically correct. Mm. Wow! And um, and then so much to the point that a lot of them have. Like especially some of these worship pastors have written these beautiful worship songs and then now they say, oh, I don't even believe in God anymore. So I mean it's like hmm. it's like they're a lot of the pastors have, have have um turned away from the the belief that the word is infallible. That they're and they they're teaching that maybe this isn't true and they'll they'll pick the part that they like and they'll of the Bible that that they feel will will be that the people will accept and only use those parts like prosperity or you know anything that's going to be positive and not not them have to do anything inwardly to change
4: Mm.
3: that is definitely a problem without a
0: doubt and I'm seeing that all over the place right now too it's very disturbing is Joanna what do you think
1: okay my initial thought when you said that I have to. I have a very shallow one. My initial thought when you said that was, please stop with the skinny jeans, skinny Uh, jeans and smoke
0: machines. Please
1: stop with the skinny jeans (laughs) and smoke machines. Okay, just stop. Just stop. I
0: think that trend's Um, over now, though. Now they're wearing skirts. I'm still wearing skinny
1: jeans.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, they are wearing skirts. I'm not kidding.
1: Skinny jeans Uh, are much better than skirts. Yeah, I will take the skinny jeans over Mm -hmm. the dudes in skirts. Please stop.
0: That Um, is just weird looking. (laughs) Hey. Now are they willing to attitude deal? reflects leadership and if their leadership is <laughs> Harry Styles guess what folks
1: mm. Mm. yeah I'm sorry i just I, I can't you just need to stop Tripping. um i I think the the second one is it, it kind of along with yours it's the pat you on the butt Jesus loves you no matter what you do mentality just to get more people sitting their butts in the seats mm-hmm and, and that mentality of basing a preacher's or church's success based on how many butts are in seats. Business models. And how many, you know, oh, we, we won 377 souls today. That's great. Did you disciple any of them? Nope. Are you just going to take down their name and number and report that to corporate? And then oh. not do yeah. anything with them afterwards, because uh, you you may have introduced those souls to the Lord, but what now? Then you're just sending them back out in the shark pit. Come on.
2: No, usually they give them a tithing letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful!
0: Your cynicism Ouch. is showing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Oh wow! Oh,
0: here's the real farmer, He's, guys. He said it, folks. <laughs> I'd rather you be mm. real, anyways. And you know how much I agree with that statement Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's incomprehensible to me. Uh, Yes. I'm aware that people will tell me when I have that argument with them. And there are arguments about this that, well, in Acts, they said 3000 were added to their number that day. And I'm like, that's right. But they also were able to tell you exactly where those 3000 people went, who had them under their wing and if they were being taken care of. Mm -hmm. and i would tell you that just because you had a good service that was highly emotionally charged and you manipulated people into an altar Mm does not mean their lives were changed Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: so you have to you have to look at things differently people it's it's easy to have an event driven manipulated and there's no other way to say it decision my Mm -hmm. question is do you care enough about the person, which is what your job as a pastor is anyways, Mm -hmm. do you care enough about the person? And that's the disturbing thing that I am going to say. Mm -hmm. I believe that it is my job to guard my flock from bad theology. Not from from different ideas, because those are going to happen. Not from harder conversations, because that's going to happen. I honestly believe that some people that are... You know, cuckoo for cuckoo puffs, um, are going to come in and they're going to have <laughs> ideologies and perspectives that are not our own. And sometimes, because Jesus was that way, mm-hmm. Jesus came in and the Pharisees thought he was cuckoo for cocoa puffs. It is—it's not my job to make there not be a conversation. It is my job to prepare my flock for those conversations.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: if I'm scared, instead of prepared. Mm-hmm. That is where I think the pastors are getting it wrong. They are motivated in bringing out law and looking like Pharisees because they are operating with the same pretense and the same fear that the Pharisees were operating in. I've got to control. I've got to make sure that this is okay. That's not my job. My job is to show them what a wolf looks like. Mm -hmm. My job is to tell them what the wolf is going to say. My job Mm -hmm. is to allow them to understand where their nourishment comes from and Mm -hmm. point the direction to the life giver and Mm -hmm. not try to dissuade them from hearing other people you notice i said here hearing other people mm-hmm. but being able to respond with the word and being able to teach proper theology in the process this is why mm-hmm. the podcast actually exists today cuz i think that we are starved with a lack of conversation in our churches we are all great at comfort living but we mm-hmm. suck at having a conversation that are difficult and hard to have and that is what i live to do i want to have the conversation that asks the question why am i doing the things i'm doing and if it isn't for jesus then why Mm -hmm. am i doing it in the first place and i Mm -hmm. think that's the weakness of a lot of pastors out there today we've got a lot of preachers out there that are great orators and are great business people and could be great leaders but listen it's not about leading it's about serving and if i'm not serving my flock if i'm not giving them the tools that they need to succeed and bear fruit outside then mm-hmm. i'm not doing the job inside mm-hmm. and if i don't i don't care if i have 12,000 people at my church if they're not prepared to answer those questions then i've failed as a pastor that's just mm-hmm. all there is to it wow so that's what i believe the weakness of a, a lot of pastors are it's a disturbing trend because now that's why we're having deconstruction of faith that's mm-hmm. why we're having people saying the word is infallible. Because you didn't do your job in the pulpit or with one-on-one peer person people to be able to have the conversation and answer the harder questions. Mm-hmm. And so you leave them up to their own devices and you don't teach them. And guess what we've got? We've got a bunch of immature people that don't know how to have a conversation that are mm-hmm. continually threatened by somebody with knowledge and are going to tell them that they're practicing hate speech or they're, they're, they're not being tolerant of me because they're not listening to my perspective and they're not honoring my perspective. Listen, if you have a pastor that cares enough about you, they are not going to accept every position that you've got. That's right. But mm-hmm. if you have a pastor that doesn't give a rat's behind about you, guess what they're going to do? They're going to let you go the way of the dodo, and they're not going to say anything to you. You know why? Because you pay tithe.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get me
0: started. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that I, I'm on soapbox, and I don't mean to, but I want to make sure that we're clear on this thing. That Looks like he's on the chair. <laughs> i'm on the proverbial soapbox. Well, I'm, I'm just saying i, I looked at
2: that yeah. anyways oh, oh, if you
0: <laughs> i've never been on
3: a soapbox before well you gotta buy one first uh, that's not true i've heard you on a soapbox before one well, i never i don't even know what they look like <laughs> 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 Steve, i'll bring you in down one downhill. Next it's
1: going down here what, what's the next question we're, we're going straight downhill <laughs>
2: Did you want to elaborate, or were we going to go another round around? Because now that you brought that up, I mean, the topic that uh, that kind of disturbs me is how people are changing what the Bible says. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's. But for you to know that, you'd have to know the Bible. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and if we're going to talk about the pastors, the expectation is for pastors to teach. I agree, but I also think it's the people's. I, I think it's your. I think it's your Dude, job as a father. Think mm-hmm. it's your job as a father. Think it's your job as a mother mm-hmm. to teach sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. And I don't think it's the pastor's job to do all that for you. If you only eat once a week, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of people talk about not being fed in the church. Dude, go get your nourishment from Jesus.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go
0: get it. If I'm talking in the pulpit and you're not going home and researching what I said, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. You mm-hmm. need to go. You need to go figure it out yourself. Don't just take my word for, for God's truth because there's a lot of people out there that are really really wrong and all mm-hmm. you got to do is go do some studying and you'll figure mm-hmm. it out. that's the problem. I'm used to turning on my television and getting mm-hmm. it handed to me on a silver platter mm-hmm. we got to be about that but I agree with you 100 people are they
2: but here's another problem mm. they don't even know the people yeah no I agree I have no clue. Yeah, some just take it for word, just like you said I mean, well, it's, it's if you're just, not it's sheep yes
1: just it's it's sheep i'm gonna I'm gonna take everything you say because you're oh. a pastor, I'm just gonna take it as as law because it's easier to believe everything that comes out of your mouth yeah. than to go home and and miss a football game and actually research what you said, just saying
3: well you, you check it out at some people just don't know that, <laughs> that Noah That's led right. the people out of out of Egypt
0: <gasps> you said football. You're not allowed to talk about, you know, that in Texas, especially.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll step on my own toes. It's easier to go home and, and rest and take a nap on Sunday afternoons than to double check the pastor. And, and some people are not allowed to double check the pastor. I have known plenty of pastors that, God forbid, That's the way it is You're not allowed to do I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, double check, right? Triple check. It's a, how dare you question me? I went to seminary. I have all this knowledge. I was called to lead this church. How dare you question me?
0: There's nothing more dangerous than a freshly graduated seminary student. (laughs) (laughs) Or freshly graduate. I've had more kerfuffles and arguments with college professors and uh, seminary students. And I I, I can think of 12 stories off the top of my head with teen mania students that came to churches that thought they knew everything there was to know Mm -hmm. about ministry and yeah there's a there's a humility of mine if you're going to want to lead or you're going to want to pastor you need to know where you're at and it's always under the authority of god's word That's Always, right. mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. so and if we're doing our due diligence as people in the body of christ we'll keep those people in check it just is it what it is so i agree mm-hmm. with you 100 all right so uh number four uh excuse me number five what pastors if any have had the most impact on your life. It doesn't have to be positive, maybe you don't have one that has positive impact, but maybe you don't want to talk about the negative ones. Uh, I would prefer us kind of give some credence to some pastors in our life that have really done a great job mm-hmm. um, and and appreciate them, since this is Pastors Appreciation Month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start with, uh, Steve. I started with Steve. Steve, Steve go that's, ahead, Steve. That's Steve on that side. Well, I know, but I was trying to think if I <laughs> if I had already gone around the gamut. So go ahead, Steve. I've had Are several you? pastors. Um the one. Give me the one that had the most impact on your life.
3: One that had the most impact. Uh be Pastor Irby. Yeah. Irby I might. love Pastor Erby. Yeah, he just was he just was my pastor. Now the one i the one person that I've still believe as a um pastoral type figure was was miss linda robbins she was absolutely a pastor she cared about mm-hmm. her, her kids it was like their kids yeah she probably had the most influence of anybody i think that's just as good an answer as any i mean she pa- wasn't a pastor of a church but she was she was the our she was pastor of our yeah ministry. i think we need to get beyond that model though
0: i think you're yeah. right mm-hmm. i think i think mm-hmm. fathers you're called to be pastors you're called to be shepherds you're called to be servants Nobody's outside of that calling. And so if we just say, well, it's only the person that's a paid staff mm-hmm. member of mm-hmm. a church, I think you dumb down that role. Yeah. In fact, I think some people that are paid in that role are less pastors. Well, than, she was a teacher.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, she was a pastor. She was a pastor. She yeah. was a pastor. She, she still is. Yeah, she is a big influence in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. I agree with you.
1: Joe? Uh, Okay, um, I'm going to exclude my current preacher. Okay. Who's that? Just, just because I, I think over my entire lifetime, it would be a certain preacher that's in this room. Okay. But so is he I Jesus? Can't, I can't brag about him. <laughs> he gets a big head. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just going to say that be it. But, um, probably the most influential before I came to Crossroads, uh, was John and Lana Whitworth and they were, uh, my youth pastors and, uh, he is the one who him and his wife both fostered love of music, love of Christ, um, uh, teaching his, his wife, Lana, was a teacher, um, and she is the, probably one of the first people that took a chance on putting me in a classroom to teach little kids. I mean, she kind of um, planted that seed of teaching in me um and and john not only was he a good teacher but he was probably the first pastor who um posed questions that made me go huh i've never thought of it that way and actually urged me to want to think deeper to want to do the research to want to he was very good at asking questions and then saying okay now you go find the answer Mm. i'm not gonna feed you the answers to the test you go find them and um yeah he was he was probably
0: great john linda whitworth
1: john and lana whitworth Mm -hmm. and i think they're i think they're pastoring a church in near fort worth right now so
3: awesome
2: very cool. Great people. Good. And what about you, Todd? Well, I would have to say, I'm kind of like Joanna. I'm going to, you know, aside from the one guy that I hang out with a lot <laughs> that preaches every Sunday, he doesn't need any encouragement whatsoever. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you know,
2: I look back on my life and uh, there was a certain person. His name was Jim Peterson. And he, I got in the construction field. And he was my boss, and so he would preach on Sundays and build houses by the week. That's cool. And I got to work for him. And it was kind of a cool thing because when we first started out, you know, I didn't understand why we would even pray before we'd drive off the driveway. But he'd always have his Bible sitting there up on the dashboard of this old Chevy truck with a three-speed cool and he'd always it would always smell like coffee because he would spill coffee everywhere he'd have, a cup, <laughs> he'd have a cup in that center console and he was good on that shifting but man every time you know he'd go into the second and the third it seemed like the truck would kind of launch a little bit and it would spill a little coffee <laughs> but even before we left we, we would always pray and then at lunch we would pray over our meal that's awesome and at the end of the day thank you lord for everything that we know we have we have accomplished today no no injuries no this no that and i thought man that was so cool yeah and unfortunately i I outgrew him and i don't know why i didn't i was just kind of thinking about it i don't know why i let him actually slip out of my life (laughs) but i think i went through a rough go and kind of that's i think i kind of left i kind of left god at that point Mm. which is kind of weird when i think about it but what i've realized is that the 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 people who have made the most uh, impact in my life is the ones that I'm able to spend the time with. I mean, mm-hmm. you and me, we hang out. Uh-huh. We go over a lot of things. Sometimes, whatever, <laughs> 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah. So we do hang
0: out. We do, and we answer a lot of questions together, and we've we've do. had some good talks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I I. I I've had the privilege, I, I honestly think it is the role is is rewarding for me in that I get to be with people and walk with them through things that I didn't have that in my life, when I was going through and what one of the one of the biggest compliments I ever had um, was somebody who was oh, 50 55 walk into a youth service when I was doing youth ministry. And they were just their jaw hit the floor, and afterwards they said, "I wish, like everything, that I would have had this
4: mm-hmm.
0: when I was a kid." And I said, "What the you know? No, none of that. And I don't care about the videos. I don't care about, I don't care about the hype. I just wish that I had somebody like you to walk with me." And that that blew me away. I, I and I, I guess for the rest of my the rest of my time, um, and that was in Ellettsville. Um, I, that's what I really want to provide people is that avenue to have the conversation you know let's, let's do life together I want you to see me I want to see you and let's let's just walk let's just do this thing so whether it's at cracker barrel whether it's at church whether it's at home whether it's on the phone listening to you cuss me out those things don't bother me because Thank we're you, able sorry. to have I mean, you, you're not the only one in this you're room not the only not one it. in this room yeah. I think everybody in this room has thought about it. Um, But yeah, Um, I'm not going to, I'll answer my grandfather um, simply because he was the first person to allow a young kid to dream about what it looks like to be a pastor and see the ins and outs of having a relational context to it. My grandfather, who worked Tuesdays and Thursdays, that was his time in the office. And even then, it it wasn't full time. He would go to lunch and spend three hours with somebody. And then that would make more of an impact. He'd go catfishing at somebody's property when they invited him. And that would bless the person that invited him more than it blessed grandpa. I mean, mm-hmm. he, so we caught a bunch of catfish. That was great. But it was more about, he, mm-hmm. he came into my house, you know, and we, mm-hmm. we talked and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. I remember that, that guy got saved. He, 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 didn't know Jesus beforehand, but the guy that invited us out to get catfish. And my grandpa went out there and spent some time and he came to church and, Gave his life over the Lord, still serving the Lord to this day. Praise the God. So mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that. I also saw him go to people's houses and fix their refrigerators mm-hmm. or cool. fix their. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have that particular skill set, uh, but I do know what it means to be a servant because yeah. Grandpa really showed what that was. And I'm not singing a love story to Grandpa, but I'm also not not singing a love story to my grandfather.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, probably one of the most influential, quote unquote pastors in my mm-hmm. life the other one obviously is kevin and, and my father um those those three the trifecta um would i i would say are the most influential people my dad couldn't be anything else because I mean, he had to live with me but kevin um kevin was at the in my life when it when i was the most stupid <laughs> i don't know i've i've kind of challenged that as of you know, in my thirties, I think I got pretty stupid too, but, um, I remember, I remember Kevin seeing things in me that I could not see and him trying to pull those things out. And that, that meant something to me as well. So, uh, let's answer just two more questions and then we'll be done today.
1: Hold on. Lorraine has a, okay. Lorraine says, I'll say it. (laughs) I have learned more from Tim than any pastor ever. And he doesn't make me feel stupid when I come to him with questions. I love your heart for others, Tim. You are a great shepherd. And I think everyone sitting at this table can agree with that statement.
0: Mm-hmm. Well I appreciate that. I I, yep. I I I know you guys and what you're what you're saying. I know. I, you I, know, yeah. you
1: know we love you and I can say as far as my adult life, you you're the you are the preacher that has had the most impact and has furthered my walk with Christ more than Amen anyone else in my entire life
2: you know before you i i swore off the churches mm-hmm.
1: so did my yeah. husband i was done Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: well before donnie i swore off people
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he has that effect of just uh, drawing
0: you in and, you know. and listen and, I, and i'm going to tell you right now that it, as much praise as you guys are hurling at me i, I want to let you know that it, if it was not for my wife in the partnership Mm -hmm. that I have with my wife, Mm. that this guy would be a shell of who he is today. God knew exactly what he was doing when he put Cheryl in my life. And I'm very, very thankful and grateful to have Mm -hmm. such a godly woman and such a wonderful woman who loves and supports me. And I hope that she feels that same support with me. Uh, I want to get to these next two two questions, though. First thing, uh, we've talked about what we expect out of our pastors. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the shortcomings that we see in pastors. What do you think is the hardest thing for pastors?
1: For pastors?
0: Yep. What do you think the hardest thing for pastors to go through? It's one thing to be critical and to think about them, but it's another thing completely to empathize. So uh, you want to go first? I can tell. Well, you're a pastor too, so you kind of have a a, a glimpse inside, but go ahead. So uh, all right, so some pastors. Oh, let me say this. If you have got those, if you've got an answer for that. I want to hear those too. So it's it's important that you answer that this question online. If you're online, go ahead, Steve. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man.
3: Okay. So some pastors are real pastors, and they want to help all their flock. Well, sometimes they allow what their what's happening with their flock because they have so much empathy. It it they take on part of that. And um, especially, and they and they're constantly helping, and they're constantly pouring out and help trying, but they're also taking on a part of of that pain that that person is going through. And I think sometimes it affects them emotionally and physically because they're taking on other people's burdens, mm-hmm. which they're they're kind of taking the place of Jesus. Jesus is the one that said, "Give me your burdens," mm-hmm. but sometimes pastor have have a tendency to take well, on The Bible also
0: says bear one another's burdens. I know it says
3: bear one another's burdens, but sometimes that right. burden's too heavy for them to carry and they,
0: That's why they got to take it to Jesus. And sometimes. Mm-hmm. And young pastors don't really know how to do that. All they all they get is the problems, mm-hmm. and they bear those things, and nobody
3: has taught them. I, I didn't
0: know. I, I still sometimes have a I really would, hard time to do I that. I would
3: say that would be one of the hardest things with pastors. I 100% mm-hmm. agree
0: with you, dude. Very insightful, by the way. Um, to, to look at it from a that true perspective, pastor. a well, true pastor, yeah, because there's some that are very type A and you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a rat's go ahead and talk to me about it, but you're stupid, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had those in my life too, we're not going to name any names, but <laughs> all right, Joe, what do you think is the hardest thing for pastors?
1: Uh, I think it's walking under the weight of everyone else's expectations.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: When I when I call you, you're supposed to come. When mm-hmm. I have a problem, you're supposed to fix it. When I'm happy about something, you're supposed to celebrate with me. You're supposed to look like this, talk like this, preach like this, act like this, be exactly what I want you to be, or I'm going to leave the church. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's
2: right.
0: I want you to be there for me, but I'm going to pull rug as soon as you don't do what I want you to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And God forbid you act like a human and have issues kind of, of your own, or yeah. a bad day, or
0: we eat our wounded,
1: mm-hmm. especially we pastors. We do, mm. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you wonder why they have secret lifestyles outside of the church. Yeah. It's because the church has absolutely no empathy for where they're at at all. I don't. I'm not giving excuses to those individuals, but of course they're not being real with you because you don't want them to be. Yeah, you you don't want the realism. You don't want people. You're trying to. Like Steve said, you're trying to replace Jesus with a man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, it's very true. I and think pastors have to have other people outside of the church that they can. They can
1: agreed. Do. Agreed. Because mm-hmm. they can't be
3: completely real with everybody. Because not everybody in the church. Well, not everybody deserves it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And not everybody's trustworthy. Right. We
1: talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. And I think it's good yeah
0: i'll talk about that in just a second okay Mm -hmm. yeah um todd what do you think the hardest thing for pastor you know you're coming in from a pretty good perspective too you're a pastor farmer Mm
4: -hmm.
0: um so (laughs) you you gotta you got a music pastor over here which i gotta be honest with you your pastoring is pastoring for those people that are on the platform and Mm -hmm. you have to be concerned with your team yeah um and it shouldn't be about music it should be more about those people that are traveling with you in that musical journey Um, music is the tool jesus mm-hmm. is jesus is the life changer yes um so me and you know that that's mm-hmm. what we are taught the same I, have thing to, I have to deal
2: with the plants
0: so
3: if they're not <laughs> they talk if, back
2: if, <laughs> they do, they, do talk back. Right? And if they don't do what i tell them to do Dance. man i gotta just
3: jerk them out yes right? but i know for a I fact heard somewhere you can raise a million dollars for a church plant Church plant? Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm done. That
2: was <laughs> yeah,
4: that's
2: terrible. That should be a, shirt. It's gotta be a shirt. Do you hear the crickets out there? Where the do you come
1: up with this? Style. Yeah, where
2: do you come up with
0: that?
1: Don't worry that about your just brain.
2: Did that just, just come in? just <laughs> want to say,
0: this man went to Southwestern as, as a God University. <laughs> Kermit Bridges, if you're watching right now. Oh, yeah. Poster be model. Be poster proud. model right here. There you go. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> oh, my husband's calling me. He's going to have to wait.
0: Uh, okay, so what do you think? And th- this will be the last question, I guess. <coughs>
2: yeah. For me, um, I would have to say dividing your time.
3: Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean... Everybody's pulling at everybody. So, they want... You look at Sundays. How does it mm-hmm. stack up? You get a big line. Mm-hmm. Everybody's standing. They want to talk to you. I'll wait
3: till the very last one.
0: Where's those crickets? <laughs> Where's those crickets? You know, I didn't have to play anything. It was just there. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh so... Yeah.
4: You're killing me. <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's tough too so we got the expectations we got mm-hmm. the they trying to bear everybody's burdens mm-hmm. yeah. um divide, which in itself is a time. criticism of pastors because well you shouldn't do that well yeah but that's easier said than done especially if you care
4: yeah
0: mm-hmm. um and then the other one is a, a, another criticism of pastors that it's harder to divide your time and that's mm-hmm. true because they still have their family I, I think the hardest thing in my perspective and I, I understand that i'm coming from my own bent on this but i think it's the lack of genuine friendship like kinship is hard to come by in a a permanent state of fear of betrayal if that makes mm-hmm, sense mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and so there are people that come in all the time that are oh i love you and you're wonderful and blah 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 and the next sunday it's like you don't hear from them you don't Nothing's coming around. And so it's you, 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 you're developing these, they want deep connection and they want to talk to you about deep things and they want you to trust them with stuff. And they, and then the very next time it's like, so it's hard for pastors to develop. I've also had pastors that have told me that um, it'd be nice to be able to be honest with my congregation. Like you talk about, but I, if I, the second that I'm honest, the second I get fired. Mm Hmm. And there are some people that say, well, then you should never be paid. I know there are people that are online right now that say that, well, then pastors shouldn't have that fear. They shouldn't be paid if that's their fear. Whether or not I agree with you on Mm -mm. that or not. Here's the problem that I see is that if your love for someone is contingent on them agreeing with you, especially a pastor, um, you don't want a pastor. You want a yes man.
4: Mm -hmm. And you can get
0: that anywhere. Okay. Um, your pastor is supposed to be the one that's challenging and supposed to be asking the heart and will be the one that aggravates you more frequently than most people. But I also want you to know that when he goes home, after you express that aggravation, he's taking it on the chin and he hurts. I'm just letting you know, listen, I'm gonna read this. Um, This is a focus on the family study back in 2019. It says, according to a recent CDC report. Suicide has reached a 50 year high in America. This was in 2019. Just think what happened with COVID.
3: I know Mm.
0: it has increased so much. It has affected the general mortality rate and the church and the pastorate have not been immune to the same trend while numbers on pastors are hard to find. The stories continue to come pastors who seemingly have good families, a wonderful church and a bright future continue to take their lives. In a study co-sponsored by Lifeway and focused on the family, pastors reported mental illness rates similar to the general population, which is ludicrous to me. And according to the study, about a quarter of pastors, 23%, say they've experienced some kind of mental illness, while 12% say they received a diagnosis for depression or a mental health condition. So the church can't afford to ignore this issue. We need to be responsive to families uh, when tragedy strikes, but we also need to be proactive and aware of how the stage is set in the pastor's life before they make the decision to take their lives. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of this has to be where people think that pastors are strong and they put them on that pedestal Mm -hmm. and they think, well, they don't. They don't need encouragement or they don't need that uplifting thought or they don't need to they need to hear about all the problems or they need to hear all about i didn't give him a piece of my mind about the sermon that he did this week or you don't Mm -hmm. think that we see everything that happens and there's far more people that are willing to tell us what's wrong than there are about tell us what's right Mm -hmm. so i'm going to tell you for pastors appreciate you put your wallets away okay i love you i don't need your money although I'm not going to tell you that you can't give to your people and your pastors that are at home um, and that are are doing great. I'm not telling you not to to bless them. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you that they would probably like for you to support the church and to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul and strength in that support and to give to the, the common good of the body. And to allow your voice to be used in support and help of what he's trying to accomplish and vision in the community if Mm -hmm. he's a good pastor. If you want to honor your pastor, don't ask how much I can give so much as what can I do. Mm
1: -hmm. And if that requires Mm -hmm.
0: giving, great. But I think when you are a contributor, you bring life and value to the pastor in ways that you have no idea about. Nothing fulfills me more when somebody puts into practice the things that I've taught for years, and they come back and they go, this has made a difference in my life, I just mm-hmm. want you to know, mm-hmm. you matter what you're teaching matters. Mm-hmm. So Kevin, you matter. Pastor Hanks Pastor count, Pastor count was dead, but um, Jim Severns passed away. Uh, but a lot of the pastors, I want you to know, you made a difference. Grandpa, Dad, <laughs> you guys, mm-hmm. Linda Robbins, um, your guy, your your your, mm-hmm. your people they need to know mm-hmm. you made a difference call them for the love of pete call them don't wait when you get off this podcast mm-hmm. give them a call if you know where they're at or you can and tell them i want you to know you made a difference yes. if you want to appreciate a pastor you tell them i'm just mm-hmm. telling you don't i love that you want to give them a gift of offering all but just tell them that encouragement alone is going to feel fantastic yes all right i'm gonna play you a song today um i am in love with this cd and i I say cd that should tell you how old i am (laughs) (laughs) this recording okay so i just came around this 2019 uh charity gale uh album called endless praise and Hmm. um i don't know where she came from i know she's a good upc girl um but man holy corn this album will bless your socks off and i've been listening to it pretty much non-stop there's one or two on there that i don't like but that's because i'm a musician and i have you know i'm, I'm a snoot when it comes to this stuff but there is this song that i came across the other day and it just brand I loved it now we've been singing one called i speak jesus which is i like that one that song is special
1: it rips me up I but like one. this yeah. one
0: this one is just as good if not as good i'm not not gonna say better because i speak jesus is stinking phenomenal Mm -hmm. but this one is so good it's called throne room and it's by charity gale on the album endless praise check this out it's a great 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 song and i hope you enjoy it as much as i am That's what I'm talking about right there. That's, good. Wow. That's Charity Gale. Endless praise. If you want to hear the rest of that album, go and check it out. It is absolutely fantastic. And I I don't even like most worship albums. But I'm going to tell you, there has been a movement out here pretty lately of some really good stuff. Some really good, good theological stuff, too. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, all right. I was about to give up hope on worship music. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I hope all of you know that music is is not innately worship. Your heart to the Lord and your life in sacrifice living to him is worship. Yes. You can worship with music, but it is not worship. And so music is not intrinsically worship. Uh, I hope you understand that. So, I have to say that because I'm a pastor and that's what I do. All right, so anyways, uh <laughs> 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 Jennifer. Any Anything that we've got online that anybody else has said or that I need to make, the, we're all good? Everybody's, we're all caught up?
1: Yep, we're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So let me say again how thankful we are for the opportunity to be able to enter your live by way of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening in and for all the responses that we get during the week and during the live cast. Uh, we love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my Tim and Tim Letch is back up. I got it all fixed up this week. Yes. So if you have an idea for a podcast that you would like to hear, um, you just email me, Tim. At Tim Letch, uh, uh, that's L E T S C H. Uh, dot com. So Tim at Timlech dot com, and let me know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, I know that next week we're going to have. Uh, I'm not even exactly sure what we're going to talk about next week. They don't hardly know until about three or four days beforehand, and I'm finding that we have some pretty stinking good conversation when we don't have a lot of advance notice. Um, So I think that we'll probably continue that line. Uh, But if you have an idea of something that you'd like to hear us talk about, you let us know and we'll talk about it. Otherwise, um, we hope you join us next week. But until then, this is Todd Bergen. This is Steve Howard. It's Joanna Grace. And this is PT signing off. If no one has told you, God loves you so much and so do I. I hope you catch us next week. Until then, bye. bye. Bye.